Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Stereo Podcast. Podcast. Live. 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 You're down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. Get down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. Get down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. Get down with Rappaport. Yes, I am. You better tune in. I am Rappaport.com. Because every single podcast, you know he drops bombs. I seen him on set. A seasoned vet with true talent. Catch him on his way to CrossFit. Rocking the new balance. He asked me to do the track because he know I rhyme elite. But I'm just waiting for the Robert De Niro line of the week. Breakfast of champions. Toasted bagel, cream cheese, and lox. This is I am Rappaport. The show never stops. You might catch him out. In public, stretching his knees. But if you don't listen to the show, yo, wiggle, wiggle please. Wiggle, please. The- I am Rappaport Podcast. This is Michael Rappaport, and this is the I Am Rappaport Podcast. Yes. And I'm in here live from New York. We're doing it. Me and my man G Monetti, G Moody. Yes, yes. We're doing big things. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a rapathon. I see. I you see. know, it's 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 a big week and uh, got a lot of shit going on, G Monetti. I see, man. Your your plate is full, yo. My plate is full. I'll get into the whole plate, but I'm a juror for the Tribeca Film Festival, mm. De Niro's Film Festival. So I was at a dinner the other night. Oh. Saw De Niro. Sub to him. Yo, I wanted to ask you. You worked with this guy twice. One of the one of the Best of all, the best. And you get really hyped. And I, do I always hyped. wanted to fucking ask you, 
Well, why do I get so high? Why do you get so high? My girl was saying, she said, fucking, why don't you calm down? And I said, you know what? I don't, I don't ever want to be around De Niro. If I'm working with him, I could be totally normal. And now when I'm around him, I'm not bugging out. But inside, I'm bugging out. But, like, if, like again, if I was working with him, he wouldn't, nothing. It's totally professional. Like the two times I worked with him, Copland and Man of Honor. Spent many, a lot of time around him. But when I'm not working with him, I'm just there as a fan. I, I, I want to never take that for granted. Because number one, he's 71. Number two, he means that much to me. that I'm, I'm not going to try to be his friend or be familiar with him. I'm going to just be like, oh, shit. There's Robert De Niro. I saw him. He looked good. He looked, he looked thin. This is a conversation. He looked, he looked svelte. 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 I said to him, how you doing? He said, hey, how are you? Give me, give me a hug. Wow. Gave me a fucking hug, and, uh, and I said, "You look good. Like you look, you looking lean to me." I said, "You, you, you a vegetarian now? Like you a vegan or something like that?" Because I thought, you know, who knows? He said, and he goes, "No, I'm not do that. No, no, I don't do that. This is it." I said, "That's good." He said, "I said, well, you look good. You look good." He said, "Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, trying to stay lean and mean. Gotta stay lean and mean." And then uh, you know, talked a little bit about the film festival, la la la. But that was the gist of it. But yeah, yo. I'm a, I'm a juror at the Tribeca Film Festival. Uh, I got Blackish on Wednesday. I did an episode with uh, Blackish, which is funny. Right. I like that show. We didn't know what that show was going to be. Remember? Yeah, we were like, yeah. what the fuck? I really like that show, Blackish. Yeah. I did a, a good episode. It's coming on Wednesday, the 22nd. And then Thursday. Is the creme de la creme. Yo, I'm hosting the Keith Olbermann show on ESPN because Keith Olbermann's out of town. They asked me to host it, so it's all me. Rappaport. If I could get in either Loaf or Raw Dog, I can't say Fuck Styles or no, Buckwild, no. but I, I could say he's Buckwild, and the listeners of the I Am Rappaport podcast know that my intention was to say Fuck style is buck wild. Inferring that. I don't think I could say loaf. Nah. Maybe I could say that if, if, if the context is right. If somebody gets hit in their loaf. If somebody gets, gets hit in their <laughs> loaf with maybe a baseball player, we got to try to find a blooper with somebody getting hit in their loaf. Yeah. But I, I'm going to definitely, you know, and I can't wear a t-shirt on that because I'm going to have to be suited up because it's the Keith Olbermann show. It's on ESPN. But I'm hosting that. And then later that night, G. Monetti, mm. I did the Louis C.K. show, Louis. So and then Friday, this flick comes out, Little Boy. So we're doing it big Man, this week, and we got a new episode that you're listening to right now. And we're, I might just do another one later on in the Let's week. Let's rock all all. Let's do the whole fucking week. Word up, yo! And you know what I'm trying to do, G Monetti? I'm trying to get because I, I I saw some footage of a Saturday night Saturday Night Live episode that was shot in virtual reality. Wow! Which is it's so hard to explain. You just have to see it, but it's like you, you have a 360-degree view. So I'm trying to figure out a way to shoot the I Am Rappaport podcast in virtual reality. Oh, where people, that... where we could be doing a live, like we record it in virtual reality, and we put it up on the internet, and motherfuckers can watch us. That would be 360 Ill. degrees of the I Am Rappaport podcast. 
Man, you hey, just hey, blew, hey, me, blew my mind with yeah, that. Yeah, we're gonna B. do that. We're gonna do that. So, so, but, but Friday, Little Boy, which is a movie that I did, which is nothing to do with the Iron Rapport podcast. It's it's for kids. It's for grownups. It's for your family. There's no cursing. It's very, very, very positive movie that you got to take your daughter to. We going. We already son. got it. We going. It's a good movie. That's that's Friday. So there's a lot of Rapport shit going on this week, and then I got to go on the ground for a minute because motherfuckers might be sick of me. Yeah. But even when they're sick of me, the I Am Rapport podcast is coming out. Still rolls on. It's coming out. That's right. You can't fucking stop us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> You're not going to fucking stop us. Keep rolling. We're giving away t-shirts. You know how many t-shirts we're going to give away this week? Pick a fucking number. 50. 50 fucking t-shirts. We're giving away 50 fucking t-shirts. The fans are good, man. The fans are good. They're and you funny know what? I want? Too. But you know what though? The fans are good and they're loyal, but fans, we need more fans. Word. I I want more fans. I want more people to spread the gospel. We're giving it to you. Week after week, we did an emergency podcast when El Boogie put it down, the panda. We we do it and we do it good. And, and we do it for the love. And, and people love it, and you get the laughter. So here's how you're going to get the 50. You're going to get the 50 by showing us on Twitter or Instagram that you invited at least one person to follow you. So this 50 is going to turn into 100. So if they follow us on either Stitcher, iTunes, or all the other places we are, then you get the T-shirt. Tweet it to me. Take a picture, do whatever the fuck you got to do. Be creative, all right? Because it's legions of people last week and the, the week before that that got I Am Rappaport podcast t-shirts. Soft ass I Am Rappaport podcast t-shirts. Butter soft. Butter soft. Mm-hmm. They're nice. Yes. The people will, will attest to this. We don't, se- we don't send you guys heavy, thick, you know, uh... Scruffy t-shirts. We send you nice shit you could sleep in. That's right. You could play ball in. For sure. You could you could work in. You could lounge around the house in. You you could do it all in. Comfortable. Nice. Midweight. Not too light and flimsy. And certainly not too heavy and fucked up. And the color of the t-shirts is gray with the I am Rappaport logo on there. Word. Made by my man Corey Shore at Build and Destroy. You know all the the uh the little the movie clips that we do, Corey is off. the Corey chain. is off the fucking chain. Word up. The thing about the Iron Rapport podcast is 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 our P and R like our our publicity campaign, our movie clips and like are sick. Well, well, why aren't you guys giving those more love? As a matter of fact, word. We we did we did Mean Streets. We did Raging Bull. Rocky. We did Rocky. I have more in the pipeline. Happy we did days. Rumble Fish. Happy Days. We have happy, <laughs> fi- happy Days coming, and we have One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Look on the Instagram. And give the love. Give the love. These should be like, these, should, these things should be viral. It's not even me doing it. So it's not like I'm saying they should be viral. Our, our promotional clips where we have Rocky wearing an I Am Rappaport podcast sweatshirt, and we have Matt Dillon and Rumblefish wearing an I Am Rappaport podcast Wife beater. Mm. This should be viral. It speaks for itself. It speaks for itself. We have the best promotional campaigns. And here's another thing I just wanted to say, Gerald, is we, we haven't spoken about these guys, but I wanted to put out a two-on-two basketball challenge to any other podcast. Ooh. Even if they played in the NBA. 
Like, because Doug Gottlieb, Gottlieb, he's got a pocket. He could play. Of course. He'd be a problem. But who's his co-host? We'll get him with the co-host. Gottlieb. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. He's- but, but, like, these fucking guys, the, the, uh... Who's the guy? Jay Skeets and them? Because they, I noticed Jay Skeets and the. Uh, they don't follow your they, ass. They don't all. follow me anymore. Uh, so they don't fuck with you. So yeah, we don't, don't fuck fu- with them. We don't fuck with y'all. That's it. So G Moody, the I Am Rapport podcast, the worldwide phenomenon that it is, has picked up another sponsor. They know what time it is, brother. The sponsors are coming. The fucking sponsors are coming. And we only take shit that we believe in because we have dealt with an onslaught. Of people that wanted to sponsor the IM. Well, not an onslaught. One other company. It was a shit company. And we said, fuck them. We said, fuck them. Because we didn't believe in it. But we, our, our number one sponsor and our first sponsor is American Giant. And we know the slogan is champion can't fuck with that shit, yo. But now we have Casper Mattresses. And first when I heard about Casper Mattresses, I was like, all right, well, it's a mattress company. What does it mean? And they, they basically created... A mattress that is great to lay on, comfortable, affordable, but also easy to deliver. Now, I haven't received my mattress yet. It's on the way. I'm not at home. But Gerald Moody, the co-host, the number one sidekick. Co-host, brother. In podcast history. I'm I'm, I'm, uh, the black Ed McMahon. G. Moody, a.k.a. the Black Ed McMahon, you received your Casper mattress. Now, explain to the people, we're going to explain what's so interesting and exciting and unique about the mattress. Did the mattress come off a big moving truck? No, it came via UPS. You Wait a minute. A big-ass mattress? And it doesn't come like you think. It doesn't come like a regular mattress. It comes in a fucking box. A box. And, and they created a technology that's compression. So the mattress, so that the, right there, you're saving money on delivery. Casper mattresses. Okay, so it comes in a box, box, and go ahead. And it's rolled up like a Tootsie Roll. In the box. So how big is the box? Uh, it's eight I'm, by eight? eight I'm, I'm six one. It's at my stomach. Bike messengers can carry the fucking mattress on their back and in have, New York City. And I have a queen mattress, and they can do that. They can carry the fucking queen mattress on their back. So it comes in a little box that's up to your waist. Right. And then they bring the box into your house, or you bring it in. They bring it in. They bring it in, and then they take the mattress out, and what happens? And they give you a cutter to unfurl it, and then you roll it. It unfurls itself. And then what happens? And then it, it's foam, so it just... Boom, there it is. And, 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 and now people are saying, well, if it, if it was able to roll up so easy, maybe it's not a firm mattress. It is absolutely fantastic. Because Casper I, mattress we're talking about here. I had back problems and right, shit, right? Right, you had back problems. Spasms and shit. All kind of shit. Guy couldn't even lift his arms at one point. His back was so fucked up. And this mattress is form-fitting. It's it, form-fitting mattress. Casper mattress. So... When you I lay look down, it up, caspermattresses.com. So when Check I, it out. So when I lay down, it gets my body print. But are you sinking in it, or is it just lightly falling? Fo- lightly, fo- lightly. So, so, so it contours towards your body, right. but, but, it's, but it's, it's supportive at the same time. Absolutely. So no more spasms. You, so you've been sleeping good this past Man, week. Man, I've been cooling, yo. So Casper Mattress, Casper. our new sponsor. 
One of our new sponsors. We we are there, and there's a fifty dollar code. There's a promo code. You get fifty dollars off already a cheap mattress if you go to the promo code and you go on there and you type in Rappaport. Now listen, I know you guys are fans. I hope you could spell my name. It's Rappaport. <laughs> R A P A P O R T. It's not R A P P. Yeah, and it's not Rappaport. Like some people forget there's a T at the end of my shit. Motherfuckers. (laughs) Say the fucking T. But if you go and you're ordering a mattress and you put on Rappaport as the promo code, you get $50 off your mattress. And it's a great, great mattress. Casper mattress. I wouldn't be talking this shit about it. You're feeling good. You're feeling strong, right? Your back's good. Yo. I'm getting mine next week. I'm pumped. I got a king size one. As we get older. The back, the it's spine everything. is fucked up. Yeah, the back is everything. Because you're standing. Yeah. And it has to support you. Yes. But you need something with, that you got to lay down on. And lay down and, and feel real and good. And you need a Casper. You need a Casper. And I'm telling you, you need it. You need, and you know what? We might even give away Casper, a Casper mattress to, to, to people. Like, if you, if you really are about about it, we might just give away a Casper mattress. And it'll come in a box. A box. A small box. A and then, small box. And a huge mattress. A really good mattress. 60 pounds. This is the I Am Rappaport podcast. We're doing it big. And you know what else we're giving away? We're going to talk about this next week. You know how I'm so happy that Snapple sent me my own Snapple mini fridge, Gerald? Yeah. Yes, sir. Snapple has given me another Snapple mini fridge that I could give away to the people. Like, we're just giving shit away. You know how much it's going to cost me in shipping to send that big-ass mini fridge? But I'm going to do it. Damn. Because I love the fans of the I Am Rapport podcast. I see how you do it, kid. I'm going to send it. I have to pay for the shipping for the fucking fridge. The t-shirts. I don't give a fuck. And people love the t-shirts. And I love the fans. And I love doing the podcast. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. We'll be right back. Word up. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. We're doing it big here in New York. Uh, what's going on with you, G Moody? Man, I'm just chilling, man. Yo, everything is good. Life is good. Just yeah. hanging out. Just heard it, about fucking, uh, what you was going to say? No, I was going to say, how does it feel like your celebrityism being a part of the I Am Rapport podcast, which is a worldwide phenomenon? And like, that is true when you say that. I, it is true. It's true. UK, it is Australia, everybody. Yeah, we're, we're all over the globe. Like, how does it feel, your newfound celebrityism? Like, Yo. people know that, G, that Gerald Moody is G. Monetti, and it's like, it's like you've taken on a larger-than-life persona, G. Yo, Moody. for me... Yeah, tell me. The fucking Twitter, reading the fucking uh, the good compliments and all yes. that. Yes. Yo, the fans are the fucking best. We love the I Am Rappaport podcast fans. And, and we're not bad people, and I'm not ashamed to say we want more people. We want to spread the gospel. I of, love it. Going raw dog without a bag and how effective and good that is. And it doesn't have to be sexual. Going raw dog without a bag just means going hard. That's right. Like, we're going raw dog without a bag on this podcast. You understand? It doesn't have to all be tits and ass over here. We don't always have to work blue. And they feel it. The fans feel feel it. They feel that this podcast goes raw dog. Without a fucking bag. Yeah. Okay? This is one of the mantras we were bringing out there. Loaf talk. De Niro line of the week. Your fuck style is buck wild. American Giant, which is one of the sponsors of the I Am Rappaport podcast. Yes, yes. 
American Giant. Champion. Can't fuck with this shit, yo. American Giant clothing made in America. By, 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 by a good company. Good sweatshirts, t-shirts, hoodies, shorts, men's, women. I'm American wearing it now. Giant. Champion. Can't fuck with this These video. These are some of the mantras that, that, that we're kicking on the I Am Rappaport podcast. Okay? It doesn't have to all be graphic, sexually charged shit. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, <clears throat> back to you, G. Moody. Yes, yes. Your, your fandom. Like, your, 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 new, your fame. I, lo- it, I love it. You love it. I love it because... They they like what we do, and yes. we have so much fun doing it. Yes. So when I read the compliments, the tweets, and this and that, they want more. I'm like, we're we're gonna bring it to you. Yeah, thank you. Rugged and raw. That just lets us know, like, yo, we rocking. Let's give it to them raw without a bag. Raw dog. Oh, sorry. Without a bag. Yes. So this week, man, Aaron Hernandez was found. Guilty of Jesus. murder of his friend and teammate that he played football with. No, they didn't play football with. His friend, who was also a, a semi-professional football player, Aaron Hernandez was found guilty, and he's up for uh he's up for two more murder charges. So this guy, after he signed a contract, his second contract with the Patriots, he he bodied a motherfucker. And he was catching passes from Tom Brady and, and on, the, on the line of scrimmage with Gronk. And he had, he had already allegedly, well, no, he's convicted he's of convicted. it. He bodied somebody. He's a fucking sociopath. I can make the case that he's a retard. <laughs> he's a retard. You think he, I think he's retarded. More if, than a sociopath? Yeah. I why? Think, think about this. You go through fucking... Of a high school, you do all the work, you fucking lift weights, get in the NFL, right? Why are you still in the gang? He's in the gang. Why are you still affiliated? What's the benefit of joining a gang? Like, after you get in the NFL, there's no more allegiance to that gang. And your you gang th- is fuck. your gang leader's Bill Belichick. You fucking tell the gang leader, I'm not putting in nothing. I'm not putting any more work in. That's it. I work. I'm with Mr. Kraft. I'm over here with fucking Brady. We win in Super Bowls. You want me to do what? You want me to kill a guy? And he fucking, he's retarded. He must be a fucking retard or have a learning disability. That's what it is because people say, oh, he's in the NFL. No, he's just running routes. Run here, run left, and right. the ball will be there. Right. And catch it, you fuck. He's retarded. He's retarded because anybody that would do that. Think about this. Think about how stupid. Yo, why you, you gotta fuck with the? Yo, you, they you, said he feared for his life. He was with the gang ties or or shit like that. Yo, why you let these motherfuckers know where you at? Why are you talking to these motherfuckers? That Aaron Hernandez feared for his life, like because he was in some gang shit, and he and the gang people felt like, yo, you owe us. See, so you make it you gotta go. You gotta go shoot some guys. That there's no, there's not even any financial benefits. There is no way I signed what Robert Kraft gave him like fifty million or some shit, something like that. It could be twenty four. We don't fact check. Yeah, that's it. Fifty million could be thirty three. It doesn't matter. We're not gonna see. We're not gonna look it up. But it's it was astronomical. It's astronomical. Thirty three, fifty three, whatever. That wouldn't make you say, wait, let me call fucking OG, right, and, and say, tell OG, fuck you. <laughs> 
OG, the, oh, you mean the, the this when, fucking gang leader? OG. Gang leader? OG. Call him when Rob, when you sign on the dotted line. And say, hey, OG. I'm here with Kraft. This. I'm here with Kraft. And me and Brady. And you know what? Gronkowski wants to go tell you something. Gronk gets on the go. Hey, OG. Fuck you, man. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I'm out of the game. Here's $50,000. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm done. Right. We I'm winning. paying my dues. Yo, he's retarded. Yeah. Nobody, nobody normal would do that. A normal person wouldn't do that. No, a normal person wouldn't do that. So you, some people might say sociopath. You're keeping it simple saying he's mentally retarded. Yes. Yo, money. He don't, you in the gang and you in the NFL. So what pays more, right? Wouldn't you fucking drop the gang shit? Drop the gang shit, man. Tattoos and all the crazy all shit. All this bullshit. Rehearsing handshakes. Right. What about Re- the... Rehearsed f- handshakes. <laughs> what, about the f- what about the fucking uh, OTAs? Why don't you go throw some fucking... Like, Catch some balls. Let Tom Brady warm up. <laughs> Stretch your fucking hammies out. Now you're in there. Now you're in there on suicide watch. With no possibility. Four miles away from where you used to play. My thing, I thought, you know what? The punishment should be... Put him in a cage in the end zone in Foxborough. And make him watch. Just let him fucking rot there. And then they have to see their plan. And he's right there. Right, right. And he stays there all year. Yeah. And it went to everything. Fuck him. What a dumbass. Plaxico was my dumbest guy ever. Oh, no. Plaxico is a fucking, is a fucking road scholar. <laughs> Plaxico Burris is a fucking road scholar compared to fucking Aaron. Plaxico Burris, listen to me. Plexico Burris could be the fucking president of the United States <laughs> compared to how dumb Aaron. Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez he can't even, look, Pac-Man Jones. He, yeah. Pac-Man Jones invented electricity <laughs> compared to Aaron Hernandez. Yep, yep. Nobody will ever supersede that. Nobody will ever supersede that. Not even OJ yep. is as fucked up as you, Aaron Hernandez. Number the dumbest human being in the history of human beings. Or sports. <laughs> Let's just say sport. Pac-Man Jones. It didn't get much lower than Pac-Man right. Jones. He fought the motherfucking security guard. He fought security guard. How is he still in the league? Yo. Pac-Man Jones. Yo, that motherfucker cured cancer compared to Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez, you're a dumb fuck. He's a dumb fuck. And, and, and we don't have any compassion for you. We only have compassion for the victims because you, you, yo, Aaron Hernandez. Let me let me explain something to you. Who who else is another dumb fuck? Who's another athlete who's who's gone broke or who's broken the law and, and all? The, Ray Carruth, you piece. You're oh. Ray Carruth. Is cured AIDS Hall of Famer Yo, right, right. Yo Ray Carruth is a Hall, Hall of, Famer of Famer Compared stupid. to Aaron Hernandez <laughs> The I Am Rapport Podcast I gotta take a break My throat is killing me is headed to E3 2017. E3 is one of the biggest events for Gamertag Radio, and you don't want to miss this. Join host Danny Pena, Paris Lilly, and Peter Toledo direct from the convention center floor. What are the plans for Microsoft? We're going to see more new titles from Sony PlayStation. And how about Nintendo? Interviews, roundtable discussions, reviews, hand-on impressions, and more. E3 2017 coverage on Gamertag Radio. June 11th through the 15th. Gamertagradio.com or play.it forward slash Gamertag. All right, it's the NBA playoffs. They've started. Yep. We have the Bulls versus Milwaukee. 
Golden State versus the Pelicans. It, it, it's going to be. It's going to be. And we're just remember, just remember that my predictions months ago were the San Antonio Spurs playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. That's that's the I am Rappaport prediction. Predictions, and I'm still sticking to that, and it's looking pretty good for me. But uh, we got. The Rockets playing the Mavericks. Don't count the fucking Rock- the, the Mavericks out. We got the Clippers playing the Spurs, which is crazy. That's a that's a that's a shit. That's a final. They're it's, playing in the first round. It's Chris Paul. He has to come out. He had, like this is a pivotal year right now. You in the playoffs? You're in the playoffs, Chris right, Paul. Right. You, you guys you, went through hell last year with the Donald Sterling thing. Yep. And now you're back, and you can't. Go out on some first-round shit. You don't want to go out in the first right. round versus Spurs. Yeah. So, Chris Paul, we love you at the I Am Rappaport podcast. All but right? You, yeah, yeah. And we got the Blazers versus the Grizzlies, Zebo. So, here's my predictions in the West. I got the Warriors in the first round. I have the Mavericks in an upset. I have the Spurs. And I have the fucking shit. Man, I like the Blazers because I like Damian Lillard, and but I like the Grizzlies. I'm gonna say the the Blazers upset them. The, this, you know, the eighth seed in the in the West could be a for a one seed. Like that's how good the West is. Right. And in the East, we have the the, the Hawks versus somehow the fucking Brooklyn Nets made it in. Yeah, BK baby. And the Cleveland Cavaliers versus Celtics. And we have Cleveland, the Bulls versus the Bucks. And we have the Raptors versus the Wizards. And I'm going with the Wizards to upset them because I fucks with Paul Pierce. I have the Bulls. I have the Cavaliers. And I have the Hawks. Anything different? G Moody? I I echo your uh, sentiments, my friend. But we wanted to say, Stephon Curry, we love you. We we talked about you in the last podcast. We said you were the best shooter. You perfected it. You've literally perfected shooting. Yes. I've met you. I've met you. You know I fuck with you, Stephon Curry. I met his father. I met his mother and it all. He comes from a great family. This is one of the classiest guys in professional sports, period. We love the way you play. I love your whole disposition. I love your demeanor. I fuck with you hard. And I'm giving you a friendly warning. Bottom line, his ass. The bottom line is this, Steph Curry. If you make it to the finals and you come out with your shit unkept, disheveled, and not fucking brushed and or combed, we're going to get you. Yeah. I'm talking about your wig piece. And we don't want to get you. We don't want to get you. But we'll be forced to get you because just like we got Bill, Ru- Bill Russell, the great Bill Russell, and we got Kevin Durant, we'll get you. And your shit isn't really fucked up. Borderline. But you're on the borderline. Like, you need to keep a close look at your crop. You're in the NBA. You're, you're in on the NBA. television a lot. You on, tele- you on fucking screen? They don't have your ass out there looking all fucked up. You, you're playing basketball. You're not playing football. You're not wearing a football helmet, Steph Curry. Keep your shit tight. Please, you're, you're, you're a superstar now. You're a it's superstar. Different. And we know you're a good guy. Right. I love you. Like, if I see you, I'm nervous. I'm that excited to see yep. you. Neaten up. Neaten up. Because you're, you're, you're treading, like, the like the border of, like, we're going to talk about your hair. He looks like now. Looks like now what? 
how black people wake up in the morning and they're eating cereal. <laughs> they don't comb their hair. They're sitting in front of, you know, the hair is low, but it's kind of unkempt. Right. But that's in the house. That's in the house. I'm not on, on fucking television. Eating cereal. No yeah. one's watching you eat cereal. That's what it is. And we know you're not going for a look. You're not going for like the I didn't brush my shit look. Yeah. Like it James Harden. James Harden came out this weekend. He had fucking lint in his shit. Or OJ Mayo with his shit looking like oh, like a scarecrow, but it's all shaped up. Or D Rose, who's like you know, it's a look. Mm-hmm. We know you're not. Go- if you if you were going for that, this wouldn't be a conversation. Right. We 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 know you're going for the clean cut look, and we love you, Steph Curry. So we're doing this to just as a a friendly, let's call it a friendly reminder. But if if you if your team. Makes it to the finals, and they, they probably are going to make it to the no, finals. No, fuck the finals. You want TV? In so the you're playoffs? saying you're saying like get like to, what what's like when are we giving him till till next week? Next week, every time you on television or anywhere. So you're saying yo, we fade it up. We're not we're not giving him till the finals to fix his. No, shit. why we got to wait till this motherfucker gets to the finals to comb his hair? Right, comb your shit, man. Listen, man, comb your shit. Yeah, your crop. It's look questionable. It doesn't look does it look fucked up? Sometimes I'm like, yo, why he don't get his shape up? It's not like he comes to the game like he's got like a rubber band in the back of his shit or like some paper or like, you know, like maybe some fucking like piece of toilet paper. <laughs> it just looks like disheveled. It just and looks it like shouldn't. he didn't give it enough time. Right. Like just give it a minute before the game. Just just touch it you're before not, the game. You're not eleven years old. Yeah. <laughs> You 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 look you look eleven. You look eleven. And we say that with respect. Listen, I wish I could be twenty three and look eleven. Right. That guy's gonna be fucking fantastic. When he's fifty, he's gonna oh, look thirty. Man. Hell yeah. So we're 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 not shitting on you at all because we 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 fuck with you hard body karate. Go in the mirror right now and tell us is your shit proper? Right. Because Bill Russell showed up to the NBA All Star Game in two thousand and fifteen with his shit fixed. His wife. Kicked it to him. His wife was saying, I was listening to the I Am Rappaport podcast, and these guys said, you better straighten your ass up and get you, your crop together. Because your whole wig piece looked fucked up, Bill and Russell. And he came, and he shaved. He shaved, and he got a shape up, and we saw him at the NBA All-Star game. And, and he said, what good. the fuck? You fixed your shit up, Bill Russell. We're like fortune tellers here. The I Am Rappaport podcast, like, we're in the future. Two months ago, we said to Madonna, cut the, the shit. shit. Yep. We said, cut the shit. This is before she bust her ass at the Paris fashion show. And, 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 and this is before what I'm going to get into now. But we said, stop it. Put clothes on. Somebody's going to get hurt. Yep. I said, you're, you're, you're an older woman. I respect you. We love you. You know, lucky star, like a virgin. I grew up on all that shit. All we, of it. Yeah, we heard it. But, but cut it. Don't don't go to do like the gold teeth. We we know like you used to go to the Lower East Side. She's too we, old for that. You look retarded, Madonna. Take the fronts out. You have cachet. You don't need to do that. And 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 also it's like get some gold teeth where you could speak. Like lately she's been doing interviews. He speaks like this because he's got gold teeth in her mouth, but he's cool. Oh, she be rocking the fronts like that. Yes, he rocks fronts when she does interviews. So he has a little lisp. And you're like, and even on Howard Stern was like, you have braces in your mouth. And she was like, no, they're gold teeth. And he, he let her go. Howard she, didn't kill her on Howard her? didn't kill her. Howard was nice to her because she, was, she wasn't a crook, son. She was a shook one when she went on Howard Stern. Let, she, she, didn't, she didn't do all that bullshit. But when she was with Carson Daly, she was, was she lisping. But why is she rocking fronts, though? 
because she, she, you know, she wants that street cred. Now she's she's street publicly cred. she's she's publicly saying I dated Tupac. What street? You bitch, you sixty. How you with street cred at sixty? Hey, I'm not. I'm just telling you what she's trying to do. She's got gold fronts or diamond fronts, and she's she's talking about I dated Tupac, but she didn't say that so when he was what? alive. So what? So what? We know Rodman. Did stunts. Right, so what? whoop de doo you're still... Make a good record. Make a good record. We know you... We know Big Daddy Kane... Skeeted. We know he got his skeet on. We yeah. know that. It's in the book. Yeah. And then... And then... You, you okay? Drake says he wants to do a song with you, so you... You want to be hip. Everybody wants to be hip. I want to stay relevant. Everybody needs to stay relevant. But I'm not Madonna. So you go out during the Drake show at Coachella... Which is not as dope as you think it is because it's a Drake show. See, she doesn't get... Go, go do a song with Wu-Tang. Go Make Wu-Tang hot again. Do a song with Kwali. Do a song with Talib Kwali. Right. You're doing a song with Drake and it, then you kiss Drake. Yo. Not, yeah, you're right. You're that's right. not dope. Yep. You don't get any real street cred for that shit. Biting his lip. Biting his lip, disgusting Drake while on stage. Right. And making a spectacle of right. yourself. And like Jake, Drake, like if you watch it, like Drake's like touching, like she puts her hand on Drake and Drake touches her hand and then she pushes her hand on like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm the boss, like I'm running things. Yo, you're going to hurt your back. You're going to hurt your back. Put some clothes on. You look crazy. Why don't you just get off the stage? Just get off the stage, right? Just get your ass off the stage. Like this is uh, this is you sixty and you're trying to kind of hold on to these cats, man. And just you're up there with Drake. Get off the stage. Do a song with fucking uh Scarface, Brad Jordan. Do do a song with him and then then come to me. Right, right. Oh, I did a song with Drake. I kissed Drake. Oh, Willie D. Go get, get Willie D. D out there. Yeah, go get Willie D. in the Ghetto Boys <laughs> and Little Bushwick. And then motherfuckers would be like, yo, Madonna. If Madonna did a song with Willie, with the Ghetto Boys, people would pay attention to that shit. That would shit. be some good shit. Right. <laughs> Do some shit with Ren, Cube, mm. and fucking Dre. I heard a dope beat. Somebody told me that Buck did it. Do that but shit. But if Dre didn't do it, I can't fuck with do it. Do a remake <laughs> to that shit, Madonna. We're not impressed that you, you went on stage and, and you kissed Drake. Yeah, so what? Ghostface. He's performing. He's doing shows. Ray go the there. Chef. Go, go do it with, 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 with Raekwon. Yeah. Or Jizza. Yeah. Fucking Drake. Ooh, you're so risque. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. But we're not impressed. All right? So we want you to cut the shit. We told. We told Justin Bieber. Now, Justin Bieber, like... Yo, we said to cut the shit. We said you, 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 you like maybe do instead of instead of uh, what's his name? We told him to join a gang. Join a gang. Call Aaron Hernandez. He obviously has gang ties. Call Aaron Hernandez if you want to be a tough guy, Justin Bieber. But other than that, we told Liam Neeson to you stop the bullshit. We said stop the bullshit. Gerald challenged Liam Neeson to a fight. Yep. He said, Liam Neeson, I'll whoop that ass. Yep. And then Liam Neeson came out. He said, I'm not going to do the Taken movies anymore. He said, no more action film. That's done. Because it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm 65 years old kicking ass. I, to- I said that. Yes, we said that. I said that. We predict shit at the I Am Rappaport podcast. Okay? So when we say things, we would really, really appreciate. Listen. Listen. Take heed to what we're saying. Okay. This isn't, we're not just talking out of our ass. You know, there's another thing that's going on, Gerald, I want to talk to you about. Let's go. 
it's becoming a, a popular thing in each city. You can look it up. They're making old school hip hop stations throughout the country. The ratings, like like Atlanta has one. I think two. There's one in Florida. They're having one in New York. Like like you know how they have classic that, rock, that golden age shit, that platinum age, our shit. The best shit. I don't even call it gold. I call it the ruby age. The platinum. Yeah. The best of the best the age. The best ever. So, you know how there are stations where you could listen to, you know, the Beatles block at 12. They're going to be doing the fucking, the Big Daddy Kane block at 1. PMD, Rock Kim. And then in the evening, you could slow it down with the Quiet Storm. Mm. Like with Frankie Crocker, how he used to do it. Ooh. Play some good shit in the evenings. And then on Fridays and Saturdays, freak it. They 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 got it they're like that. They're starting to do that shit. I love, yo. They're starting to that. do that shit. Put me up on that. I was thinking we do the I am Rapport radio station and we do it. We get DJs. We play all that good shit. We play the soul. We do we do the five o'clock funk hour. Yo, ooh, put that in the works. Imagine dude. the five o'clock funk hour in the I am Rapport podcast. We get like Bobito and all the great DJs. Bed Rock, Bed Rock, love him. Uh, the, uh, uh, Dougie Fresh, the awesome two. Yeah, man, we get. Everybody, all the great, great DJs. We go with like the smaller, lesser known ones, but we have like the best of the best. Chuck, chill out. Oh, yeah. Cool chip. Chuck, chill out. Brunswick Productions. We have Quiet Storm Monday night. Like you could tone it down. We play all that good shit. Yes, yes. Yo, Commodores, Commodores and shit. Mandrill. All of it. MFSB, all that fly shit, all of it. Teddy Pendergrass, Teddy. real singers, real little Beaver, Willie Hutch, Donny Hathaway. I mean, we can Curtis go on. Curtis Mayfield, yeah, we can Barry go on. White, we can go on forever. Percy Sledge, and we got some ill rock I like shit the, the, too. The, the five o'clock funk hour. It's all funk for an hour. Yep. you're coming home from work. You're in traffic. You're on the train. You listen to that nice, that nice funk. Ohio players. All that shit. And we do jazz. It doesn't have to just just be just one thing or another thing. Because when I come to New York now, I used to, the first thing I used to do when I would get in a cab or a car, when I used to land in New York, was turn on Hot 97 and 105.1. I don't turn that shit on anymore. That's where hip hop died. That's, That's where hip hop fucking died. Where hip hop lives. No. Where hip, where hip hop died. New York City Radio, where, where hip hop died. died. You it's fuck, country. It's country. It's country. It's 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 th- that's the new slogan for New York City Radio. New York City Radio. Come listen to New York City Radio, where hip hop died. died. Yeah, you fucking we we made it and we fucking destroyed it. <laughs> well, why, why, why I want to create our radio station is going to have a reggae like a reggae set, a jazz set. It's just going to be all a rock shit. Like it's going to be yeah. everything. Steely Dan, you got to give me do that. everything. The Led Zeppelin shit, but it's gonna it's gonna stay in a soul. We're gonna have blues hour, we, we, but it's gonna stay in the soulful, funky, just passionate music right. shit. I am Rappaport. The I am Rappaport radio station. We get down for the crown. <laughs> that's a good tag. Yo, line. that is a good fucking get tag. Down we, for see, the crown. we just we just fucking that's our radio station. The I am Rappaport radio station. We get down for the crown. Yes. What else, G. Moody? What else? Uh, NBA Mayweather. Play- Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Mayweather. You know I'm rocking with Mayweather. You, you think Mayweather's going to win? Going to knock that fool out. No. Do you, do you like... And See, here, this, is, this has been a very interesting week. It's been a very interesting week because this week, Freddie Roach, because I did a short film on him, oh, on American was, Giant. And I must say, it was awesome. 
We should do live. We got to do a, a fucking episode for that. We have to. We got to do the man. Like we'll drop that episode. We the, have the, to. The fight night or the day after or something like that. Fight but, night. But this week, Freddie Roach, who suffers from Parkinson's from being a fighter himself, who also trained in the same gym with Floyd Senior and Roger. Roger he's known right. them his whole life, right. and who, when I interviewed him on my American Giant produced short film. He said Floyd Mayweather at five years old, you could see the talent. He said that. At five. At five. It was just natural talent. But he also said that you know, he doesn't like him. He doesn't like Roger. He doesn't like the Mayweathers. He doesn't right. get along with them. And this week he was talking shit about Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather hasn't responded. And I noticed some people were like, why is Freddie Roach being disrespectful to Floyd Mayweather? And I say to you this. Did we forget that while Floyd Mayweather was the champion a championship boxer. He served time for domestic abuse, domestic violence. This is true. He was While convicted. he was in there. He was we, we for, do, like This guy has been so disrespectful to other fighters, so disrespectful to, 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 to the, the media, so disrespectful at times. And we feel sorry because Freddie Roach is taking shots at him during the, 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 pre, uh, the pre-fight banter. Because he said something about his pops. So what? So what? It's Floyd Mayweather. He he's he's his feelings are hurt. Is that what we're saying? Well, like, what do you think? Like, well, do you do you think? Don't you think Floyd Mayweather, the the biggest shit talker in boxing? Don't you think he could take that? Speak on it, G Moody. Well, Floyd hasn't responded, right? So Floyd knows, like, this is how it gets down. This is the game, right? And you dissing his pops. Yes, he dissing right? his you pops. Dissing his pops. Floyd Senior. He or, Floyd already dissed Freddie Roach. He already dissed Freddie Roach. Right, right. So Floyd's is like, yo. The same day that people were going to his defense that Floyd Mayweather was, oh, like he's Freddie Roach is being disrespectful. He showed up two hours late for the press conference for a fight that he's gonna make $150 million for. Wow. I didn't know so, that. So he has all this media from all over the country waiting two hours, and we're saying, oh, oh poor, yeah. poor Floyd Mayweather, Freddie Roach, you shouldn't take shots at him. This, this, this is Floyd Mayweather. This is Money May. This is Money May. This guy it. talks all kind of shit. We're talking about Floyd Kardashian. That's you, another that's thing. I coined him. that. I coined that. Floyd Kardashian. Floyd gonna kick that boy ass in the in the ring. You are gonna be like, oh shit! You, you think gonna be he, eating these words? So what's your prediction? That's why I don't talk shit. What's your <laughs> That's prediction? What I, I got, I got. This is my prediction for the fight. I got Manny Pacquiao knocking him down. His first like real like he's in trouble, and I have Floyd Mayweather winning by a unanimous decision. But I have it a really good fight, and I have it like people that shat on Manny Pacquiao. They're like, this is gonna be Floyd's like Floyd. I got a decision. Because I don't think Manny Pacquiao is going to be able to knock him out. And I don't think, nope. unless, unless Manny Pacquiao really kicks his ass, because Floyd Mayweather is a champ, and he is 47-0, so I, I, I want, if he loses, I want, him to, I want it to be a real loss. I just don't want any shenanigans. What's your prediction, G. Moody? My prediction is he will, Floyd will rarely be hit. Floyd would take this motherfucker out in the fifth round. He's going to knock him out? Yep. You're crazy. Cotto put this. Who somebody knocked his ass out? Cole. Marquez. You think Marquez is better than? But, but he walked. Yo, you know Styles make fights. He walked into a punch. He was whooping Marquez's ass up until that point. He had gotten knocked down earlier. But I think Marquez was on that juice. Oh, see now y'all front. Nah, hey, nah. Hey, he got knocked out. We know that. Yo. But Styles make fights. Styles make fights. This is a motherfucker who doesn't get hit. Okay. 
That's your prediction. And he peppers, and then he steps away. Do you feel bad that Freddie Roach was talking shit to him? Just answer me that. I don't feel bad. Do you feel like he's being disrespectful? Yo, no, that's part of the deal. Like, you fight, and you, go, you know, you're going to get down and dirty. I, I, you're, I, it's boxing. We I can like it talk shit. Yeah, people are making it bigger. And it's race. There is race. Right. Because it, it, even though Floyd, uh, Manny Pacquiao is not white, there is a racial undertone to this fight. Don't, Freddy. Don't. Yeah, there's Freddy. There's, you would say that the majority, like, uh, women are rooting for Manny Pacquiao. People in the hood, majority, I don't know everybody in every hood, 100% Floyd Mayweather, you know, you would say more white people would probably be betting oh, for, Pacquiao. for Pacquiao. There's race in this of fight. Course. It's just, it's not a black fighter versus a white fighter, a white fighter. But I would say, would you agree with this, G. Moody, that it's good versus evil or the good guy versus the bad guy, Floyd Mayweather, and, and just, as, just in terms of their boxing personalities, right. not to say what they've actually right. done. But it's Floyd Mayweather being the bad guy, Manny Pacquiao being the good guy. What would you say? I, I would say you're right because Mayweather talks a lot of shit, and that ruffles feathers. And what do you think about showing cars and all the f- the flossing? Because you're not really a flosser, are you? Oh hell, oh shit! I'm from the projects. How the fuck I'm a floss? But 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 you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, but like I, I wouldn't do that anyway. If you had a hundred, you wouldn't be a flosser. No, hell fucking no. He does that, and that gets under the nation skin. Yes. Yes. They like this fucking motherfucker. Yeah. Right. We want him fucked up. We want to get it. Right. We want to, like Muhammad Ali. They wanted him fucked up. But see, he, I don't like a, that you're comparing him. No, I'm not comparing him. saying, saying in terms of verbally, he talks a lot of shit. And right? he backs it up. Right. But this guy is different because his talking is it's crazy. It's like, and he's flashing money. Like Muhammad Ali would never, was never doing anything no. like that. He's throwing money. He burnt money. Burnt money. And that and people are poor and they don't, you know. What the fuck are you doing, right. Money Mae? So do they wanted that, that Do you think that me calling him Floyd Kardashian is bad? Is that, is that wrong of me to say Floyd? Do you understand why I call Floyd no, Money Mae? because he's like a, a pageantry showing his pageant. ass he and all He likes to show his jewelry, yeah. his watches, his, his shoes. Nobody beat this motherfucker. I know. So what, I'm just asking. I'm not at, We're not talking about in the <laughs> ring. I'm saying that. He, he retired, motherfucker. He, t- <laughs> he, t- he likes to show his shoes. That's why I have referred to him as Floyd Kardashian. His leather, his leather jackets. I got a point for that, right? What? If you don't beat everybody's ass, yeah. there's no formidable opponent. You beat motherfuckers like you fighting little girls, right? right. And these are great fighters. Yes. It's hard to, uh, you know, you, you, you got shit else to do. Like, these motherfuckers ain't shit. Okay. So you just like, fuck it. Yeah. Yo, vanity takes over. I got because, you. And he's promoting the fights. He, right. he, is, he is the biggest thing for boxing. And he's great for boxing. Now imagine this. You retire for two years. He didn't retire. Yeah, he retired. Floyd Mayweather? Two years. What the fuck are you talking about? Are you sure about that? You look it up. I'm going to look it up. He retired, came back, and kicked ass. Floyd Mayweather may or may not have retired. We do not fact check at the I Am Rapport show. I never heard that. So you might, what the fuck are you talking about, Gerald? The fans will tweet you and tell you that he retired. Okay, I don't know that. I'm not an expert. Okay. And we don't, we don't fact check. <laughs> but you mean to tell me that Floyd Money Mayweather, he definitely stopped boxing for, for two, two years. years. I don't know back. what years were this. Were not, it was like last not, in the 90s last <laughs> year. He wasn't locked up because at one point he was locked up for domestic abuse. Yeah, you, I said you, that? you said that already. Oh, sorry. Yeah. He, he was locked up for domestic abuse while he was still champion, which is... I think unprecedented. And, and he came, came back and kicked ass. Yes. 
But I just wanted to point out that, I mean, that wasn't, it wasn't locked up for two years, right? One year. One year he was locked up for. We have, we have a fact but checker. But that wasn't here. a, but he wasn't, you're, so, well, you're saying he retired. He, he retired. He retired. Wait, 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 we have a friend of, what, Jason, say it. Did, no retirement. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, he Gerald? took a time. He took time off. Hey man, I think he was locked down. No, he wasn't my, locked my, down. my G. No, my he was locked the fuck down. Okay? No, no. Pensacola in the house. Oh, Pete he Cola. Pensacola in the motherfucking house. That's when shout out to to, to to Roy Jones. Roy Jones be like, well, the fighter said that when he coming in the ring, then they gonna do what they do. Let, let's have a conversation with Danny Aiello and Floyd. Danny Aiello and Roy Jones. Here's my prediction for Danny Aiello predicting the fight. I got Manny fucking Pacquiao. Let me tell you something. Manny, you kicked that motherfucker's ass. Let me explain something to him. You need the money, Floyd. Take the fucking money, Floyd. Here, one million, two million. You're a big fucking man, Floyd. There's your fucking 50 million. Fuck you, Floyd Mayweather. This is the I Am Rapport podcast, and as I said earlier, I am a judge, a juror of the Tribeca Film Festival 2015. And one of the films that I saw in the documentary category, I'm doing documentary categories. I wanted to hear what you thought about this. It was a movie called Thought Crimes, and it was about the quote-unquote cannibal cop in New York. The policeman who was arrested and put in jail faced lifetime of jail for various charges. And we don't fact-check, and, and, and you know I, I don't take notes because you know we're smart over here at the Iron Rapport Podcast. He faced a lifetime sentence for uh, you know conspiring to, to commit murder, conspiring to kidnap, conspiring to do all this. He was a police officer, a New York City police officer. And, and what he was doing is he was on online chats, like the sick, sick ones, where like people talk about like, they're not just like eating motherfuckers, eating motherfuckers, like ki- kidnapping women, raping them, you know, doing horrible, horrific things, but but didn't do any of it. Right. But it's like a fetish website, darkfetish.net or something like that. And he would say crazy things. And like he, he it got more and more specific. Like he said, well, this one girl and she lives in Maryland and we should get it became specific. And and he also was doing fact checks and, and, and trying to track people on during on the police computers, which Jeez. probably have more information. So anyway, this movie Thought Crimes is about this case. And and the thing that is crazy about it was obviously this guy was sick. I mean, he really, 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 really pushed it. But he never did anything. He never did anything. And they argue, but the but the defense the, the prosecutor said that he was planning to do something. So, and then they were saying, well, how do we know we didn't stop a crime? And, and then he was saying, but I was just on a website. It's like fantasy. It's like role playing. It's like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, right. It's like fiction. It's like Stephen King. It's like, you know, horror films. I don't believe in that. What do you think? He never did anything, never committed a crime before. The only crime that he did commit legitimately that, and he served time for was using the police 
um, computers to research. But what, what do you think about this cannibal cop? And like this, it's called thought crime. So like you could say like you could get in trouble for you. The whole movie, it doesn't just examine his thing. It examines this whole idea of your thoughts or, 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 you know, like art thoughts. and like, and or writing, like, you know, if you write it, like, you know, like all this kind of thing. So what do you think? Thoughts are energy. Thoughts don't fucking disappear. The fact that this fucking guy, right? Yeah. We're a civilized society, right? Yeah. The fact that this fucking guy is yeah. looking at what death, what, what, what is he, He's talking about like, he, I mean, I, I'm not making light of it. Look it at was, this motherfucker looking at. He was looking at crazy stuff, like ca- talking about catching women and putting them in ovens See? and slow cooking them. I mean, really sick, offensive things, but he never acted on I it. I don't give a fuck. If, why the fuck you looking at that? I, I understand. Because you're planning to do it. And we're going to fucking intercede yeah. before you even get started. Get your And you are law enforcement? He's a cop. See? The fact that you're a law enforcement. And this is your get down. You got to go to jail. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. His get down? That's how he gets down, right? That's his thing. Right? And you're looking. That's so his what fetish. are you looking for? You're planning, Right? You're planning to do some shit, and we caught you. All right, so now you're fired. Yeah, but he was facing— I would just fire him. Okay, but you were— saying, but And then so, I would monitor this but, motherfucker. But he was, in, he was in jail for 17 months, and then he was under house arrest, and he was facing— light, He was convicted, I'm uh, pretty sure, of, of life in prison, or he was facing life in prison for this. Yeah, man. What kind of mind is that? See— the judge, if you're the judge, but then you, like they were saying like Stephen King novels or like horror films, like you know those films that like depict like so, like Saw. But this motherfucker ain't no Hollywood cat. But it, the, his he was saying that it was almost like this fantasy game. He's playing. I'm not. See, I'm he's not a defending bullshitter. Him. I'm not defending him. I just wanted to tell you that me as a juror of this week's Tribeca Film Festival, that was one of the films, and it stirred up a I'm lot not of content. Okay, you're not with it. I'm not with that. The name of the film is Thought Crimes. I have no agenda with it, but it's a documentary. It's coming. Now, see, I'm not. I'm See, not. You're a sick fuck. He's a sick fuck. That's that should be the name. Sick, sick fuck. Fuck. And, you know, wait, Thoughtless so, crime. So we think for the for the movie Thought Crimes, you should change your name to Sick Fuck. <laughs> it's about. It's about the cannibal cop doing all kind of ill shit. And, and now he was accused, he was thinking they were saying he was thinking about it. That's actually a better title for a movie. Sick fuck. Maybe we make our own movie called Sick Fuck. Rappaport, if you found me, yeah, on my computer, right? Yeah. And you saw me looking at how can I boil women? I know what you say. What saying. would you say? Like, yo, G is wilding. Yeah, I would say you're wilding out. You put an old bay and, and 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 pepper. Yeah, yeah, I can I can eat her leg. Yeah, no, that he said it about his wife too. He said she's thick. She's got meat in her legs. Right. She's like a frog leg in Coney Island. He said I this. Can eat her. He said this about his own wife, but that still doesn't mean he did it. He has a kid too. Do you think this is a rational human being, or do you but think he I'm should saying, be in a straitjacket? But do you think? But what I'm saying is, is after you monitor him, after you talk to him, he did some time. He got fired as a policeman. He's never going to work in law enforcement enforcement again. Should he be in jail for the rest of his life? That's the, what the film answers. Yeah, the film thought crimes. Yeah, AKA sick fuck. This is the Iron Rapport podcast. We're signing off. This is a great. Great, great week for the I Am Rappaport podcast. Remember, I'm going to be hosting the Keith Olbermann show this week on the on mm. ESPN this Thursday. I believe it's 5:30 Eastern, and then comes on 5:30 PST. I got another question, oh, man. Wait, 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 if I say loaf, or if I say 
Raw Dog, or if I say, what was the other thing we were trying to squeeze in there? Uh, Buck Wild. Buck Wild. Just know I'm thinking about my podcast people. All right, wait, what was the question you were going to say, G. Moody? Uh, uh, little Boy is coming out. Yeah, right? Little Boy is coming out. And you said it was a, your, one, of your, one, one of your great, great acting jobs. One question I've always wanted to ask oh, you. Oh, shit. Yeah, I have a feeling this is going to go south. Yeah, but go no, ahead. it's going to be it's going to be north. Okay, it's good. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What is it? Because you asked me one time, like when you were doing that one movie, how did it feel to no, see no, your no, fucking no, no, nose no, on no, screen? No. This, you said, this I don't want to talk about my is, nose. This is thespian shit. Okay. When did you realize yeah. that I have talent for acting? Was it when you saw yourself on the screen? Or was, uh, what, how, how do you determine that, yo, I have it? That's a good question. How do you determine that you have actual talent? Well, for me, how did I... Um, Zebrahead. When you saw when it, I saw Zebrahead. When I saw it, when I, when I was doing it, I felt like it was, it was just right. Like, you know how, like, for you, probably basketball. Like, Gerald was a really good basketball player. And, and, and we played basketball all the time. But it always seemed to come easier for you. Like, you were just naturally good at it. Like, for when I finally started acting, after playing basketball for years and loving it, and then doing stand-up comedy for a couple years, when I finally started acting, like, out of all the things I had done in my life, math class, science, catching a football, handwriting that came the most natural to me so when you saw it on the screen when i saw it, it can, and how you it, it, when i saw it, it on the screen i i felt like i i i i i was good at it and i could be better at it and that was the first time i i like i really saw it with zebra but when i was doing it it felt right and you saw the daily and I said saw the, that's me i said the dailies and i felt i felt comfortable and i felt like th- this is like it's okay it's swimming in the water right oh, for me that's for it. me but I'm not saying I'm the best, but I'm saying for me, like, I feel comfortable and confident doing it. You so know, that's when you know that when you see yourself on screen, I got some talent and it could be better. And it could be. Yeah, okay. I, you, you see yourself on screen. But but now I don't even watch myself. I got I like I don't watch myself because like, I remember when I did higher learning, I, I worked with Lawrence Fishburne. I was like, did you see it? And he was like, I didn't see it. I was like so surprised. Like you didn't see it. We had seen it at screenings and premieres and press screenings. And I was, he was like, no, nah, I don't really watch myself. And I was like, what are you talking about? How could you not watch yourself? And he was like, I just, you know, I was like, but how do you know if it's good? Don't you want to know if it's good? And he was like, you know, when I'm doing it. And this is when Lawrence Fishman was already Lawrence Fishman, but when he's like, when I'm doing it, I, I, I know it. Like, if I'm doing it, if it feels right, then it's going to be good. Right. So, I, like, for me now, like, it's more about the doing than actually seeing it. Like, I don't even watch Because shit you that, know now. I know now when I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That's, my, that's, that's the point I wanted to make. This is the I Am Rapport podcast. This is my man, G. Moody. Yes, sir. And uh, we are uh, signing off. And you know that. Once upon a time, there was a new crossover that refused to play by the rules. It flipped the script and made all the others look like fools. Featuring styling that's sexier by far and handles like a rock star. Introducing the first ever Toyota CHR. 
Enjoy agile handling in the body of a seductive crossover that comes with standard 18-inch alloy wheels. The first ever Toyota CHR. The perfect ride to spin your own tail. Toyota. Let's go places. 